Welcome to A Church in the City, a podcast sharing messages, sermons, and talks from downtown Christian Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We exist to empower a movement of passionate Jesus followers. We hope that this word can encourage you and strengthen your relationship with God. Thanks for joining us. Well, welcome, everybody. Um, um, First-time people, welcome. Um, Appreciate you being here. People at home, we want to welcome you as well. Um, First of all, I want to make an... um, Did anybody see Dan Grimace's little flashing thing? It's his birthday tomorrow. Big 7-0. So let's... Okay. Now, it's awesome to be turning 70 because it just started, right? It's just... This is when the fun happens. However... um, Not however, but... but, Was it 12 years ago? Um, um, We had an emergency prayer meeting. Um, I think it was Jamie used to work with us back then, and maybe... and, And... um, they're saying that Dan's going to be dead in the next 24 hours. Ho- they're already called hospice. It's over. He's going to die. And Jamie goes, he's going to live and not die. Surprise. And surprise, <laughs> don't wake him up. He's still here. You know, I mean, so, so when we celebrate his birthday, we're celebrating the glory of the Lord. Amen. We're celebrating what God can do in his goodness, what God can do. Amen. So that's awesome. So it's, it's plus we just love Dan, right? <laughs> so I'm um, happy birthday, Dan. Um, I'm going to continue this um, on being a disciple who makes a disciple. This is something um, that I really, to be honest with you, it's been amazing. But it's, I, I didn't realize how important it was. And, and we, we had, like I said, we had a bunch of elders and this bunch of us sitting in, in Kevin and Jamie's living room for hours writing down what's, what does it look like to be a disciple. What is, this just going off all this stuff. But as I, that just launched something out, and, and kudos to Ben. Ben has a passion for this, and he stirred me up. And, um, and I can just tell you, like, it, it, just being transparent here, like I'm always, I'm always, you know, when he first shared that with us, I'm, I wasn't in the meeting because I actually, I was supposed to be for an elder meeting. I actually went out in my porch and, and fell asleep. And, then so I, and so I woke up at 6.30. I was supposed to be there at 6.30. So I'm like, crap. So I just, so I just called in. And, and you can't call into an elder. It just doesn't work. you got to be face-to-face. And so, so he's up on the marker board that I don't see. And he's sharing ideas. And I'm, just, and I'm interrupting it. And I'm just wrecking this whole meeting. And it's just wrecking it. It's like, and then I, I knew that he, was, that he was frustrated with me a little bit. And, and, and I'm, I'm picking on Ben. I said, I said, Ben, hey, I'm sorry. But you know what? I am so fired up about being a disciple and making disciples. What does that look like? I'm so fired up that our church is focused on what Jesus has called us to do. You know, it's to make disciples and be disciples. And it's so powerful. And so I'm convinced, and I've said things like, I believe that God has mandated me to to help people walk out of fear as I learn how to walk out myself. I also believe that um, that this is so powerful. I think it all revolves about being a disciple of Christ and making disciples. The whole foundation of God's kingdom is about being a disciple of Christ and making disciples of Christ. So um, so I want to read a, a scripture. In John, John chapter 15, verse 8, it says, By... By this, well, I must go to seven because I love this too. I, I love the whole, I could read the whole 15 um, about a divine, being in divine. But in, in chapter, um, John chapter 15, verse um, seven, it says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire and it should be done for you. By this, my father, this is eight. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples. And then, another, then, then, then when he was when he was going to his to the cross, he he basically 
was praying for himself. He was praying for his disciples. And he was praying for us, those who believe. And let me read this one. This is, um, this is chapter 17, verse 20. After he prays for himself, after he prays for his disciples, and he prays for us, he goes, I don't only pray for these alone, but also those who will believe in me through their words. Those who believe. Guess who they are? That's us. We're the ones who believe, right? Those who believe. And so it says, I do not, Jesus says this, I do not pray for those alone, but for also those who believe, who will believe, not those who believe, who will believe. Those who, excuse me, repeat this. I do, I do not pray for those alone, but also for those who believe in me through their words. That they all might be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. That they also might be one in us. That the world might believe that you sent me. And the glory which you've given me, I have given them, that they might be one just as we are one. In them, I'm, I'm in them, you and me, that they might be made perfect in, in one, that the world might be known that you have sent me and you have loved them as you loved me. So what, what, what's Jesus talking about? He's talking about his glory. He's talking about, so you know, Dan was talking about his glory, that people will see that we represent the glory of God. Dan was talking a lot about inward. To, this week I was talking about outward. This outward, what does it look like? What does it look like to walk in his love? What does it look like to walk in his glory? To people to see his glory? What does that look like as believers? And so I, I, so I thought, you know, I'm going to talk a lot about that. But you know what? It goes back to inwardly. It goes back to inwardly. It goes back, it goes back to um, inwardly. And, I, and I, I tell you right now, this is, again, this is me. I've been so convicted these last few weeks about being a disciple of Christ. I like making disciples of Christ. It's kind of my gift, so it comes easier for me. I love encouraging people. It just comes natural. So I, li- I, like, I like speaking to people's life. I love people. I love to encourage people. So, so, I, so being, being a de- or making disciples to me comes easy because I believe that's part of relationship. Where I was convicted is actually being a disciple. I'm like, whoa. I'm just so... So much more that I, I've just been satisfied what little I do know, the little experience I had with God, the little bit of it, and I'm just trying to take that and I'm trying to make that last for the rest of my life. When there's so much more of God, so much more of his glory, so much more of his power, so much more of his wisdom, so much more of his anointing, his truth that he wants to transform us from the inside out. But yet I'm taking what I know and I'm trying to give it all out to everybody else. And that's where religion comes in, right? We teach ourselves, like, we got to do this. And so when I first got born again and saved and gave my life to the Lord. I mean, I was taught that discipleship is go get converts. Get out there. And so we used to go down the street light. We used to go down to ministry. This is all awesome. I love evangelism. I love street ministry. I love it all. It's powerful. Um, and, and, and even as a young believer, it bothered me because we'd go out and, hey, and we'd just start praying. You want Jesus Christ? And we'd just have all these people doing the sinner's prayer. And we'd come back and like, man, man 15 people got saved. That's right, man. And praise God for that. I'm just trying to show you the other side that we, I think I was missing, at least. I like that. Man, we, got, we prayed for 15 people last night. It was awesome. Awesome. Guess what? I never seen those 15 people after that. Whatever happened to them? Have they been discipled? Did they, know, did they even know Jesus? Did they even grow? What, what happened to them? What did that look like? And so like, wow, so, so I believe if we're going to be, in, if we're going to bring God glory and we're going to be known as his disciples, we need to first continue growing from the inside out. From the inside out. 
And, and one of the things about being a disciple, what? It's a follower of Christ, a learner of Christ. I want to talk about being a learner. I'm trying to learn. What does it look like? Learn to be a disciple of Christ. Here's one thing. Think about it. What does it, learn, what does it look like? Can we learn and understand more of God what it looks like to be a son or a daughter? What does that look like? To be able to participate to that wonderful love and that grace that's ours forever. To be, do what Jamie was just saying, to have a messed up day, to have circumstances that don't work out to our, our, our work out, but yet we have that peace or we have that joy. To get, to get out of ourselves. Dan was talking about forsaking ourselves, forsaking ourselves last week. For, like forsaken. And you know, in some cases, like, you know, forsake. And sometimes I always learn that, oh, if you're called, okay, you forsake what you think you want to do, and you're just going to do what God wants to do. And that could be it. Hey, we're all, going to, we're all going in the mission field. But how about forsaking yourself of just doing God's will over your own will? In everyday life, as a husband, as a father, a mother, it's in your community. You know, he, another thing Dan said last week about we must not have an offended heart, or offendable heart. Is that what you said? Offendable heart. Unoffendable heart. And I'm telling you, I'm constantly dealing with people and myself. We're getting offended. Can you believe Ben said that? <laughs> Can you believe that Chris wrecked my meeting? And he wasn't offended. We're, we're too close to that. But, I mean, think about it. We, we, get, we, we don't forsake ourselves in those areas. We want to protect our own will over God's will. What is God's will for your life? We need to learn that. And we need to know, we need to know that he is that we are his sons and daughters, and we need to know that that's love, and we need to know that we can jump on his lap and cry, Abba, Father, Daddy, God, that we can know the living God as Daddy and, or, or, and as, as Papa, which I don't know that any other way because I wasn't raised good. You guys know my testimony, my father. I, wasn't, I didn't know what a good father was. Maybe some of us don't know what a good father was. He taught me. I had to learn that. I had to learn that. And I can remember I was so frustrated. I went after about five men my first five, six years of being a believer, because someone said, you know what you need? You need a spiritual father, which I, be I believe in mentorship. I believe in that stuff. So I'm trying to find them. So I would, I would find somebody, and my, I'd be like honing out. I need a spiritual father. I'm a new believer. Oh, here's somebody. And I'd focus on that person, and I'm like, oh, that didn't work out. And finally, I felt God didn't love me. I'm like, what, where is my, I, I can't get a spiritual father. And God goes, I'll be your spiritual father. And when he said that, I never looked to man ever again. Now, I look to man all the time. We need to be in community. We need to sharpen. Iron sharpen. We need to be holding each other accountable in the right way and walking. So I'm not saying that we don't need community, but my source can never be man. My reliance can never be man. The wisdom I walk in can never be man's wisdom. The power is God's power, God's wisdom. So I learned about God's love, and, I, and they loved me. And you guys heard some of my testimony, how much, you, how much he loved me. So I learned really at an early age of being a son and child of God. What about learning? Continue learning. What does that look like? To really trust in him. Trust in him. How many times do we do our own will over his will? Yeah, I know that. I know that. But I know that. But you know how I feel? I know, but I'm tired. I know it's hard. But what does God say? Think about Jesus. When we talk about Jesus, we're trying to be followers of Christ. Think about it. He knew, he knew Jesus, Jesus was going to betray him, that he was full of, full of greed and money and had issues with money and all that stuff. Guess who he allowed to be in charge of his money? Not me. I'm like, Kevin, 
What are we going to do, man? This guy, what are we going to do? We got to fix this. We got to control this, man. This guy, Jesus knew, he knew what the Father was doing. He knew his mandate. He knew what God was doing. And he didn't allow what he felt to, to dictate to what his destiny is going to. He knew. Look at Peter. He knew Peter. And some of his disciples, he's going to deny him. Think about that. How often we can get in the way of our own self because we're not learning how to walk as sons and daughters. What does it look like to be learned to be a friend of God? I mean, I think there's something different about being a, a, a daughter and a son than a friend. Because I tell you right now, I love my kids and I am friends with my kids and I hang out with my kids, but yet I'm still their father. And there's, there's a little bit of honor that takes place in that. There's a little place on that, you know, in that. Um, than the difference between being one of my friends. So, let's, so what's it look like to be a friend of God? What does that look like? I think that's amazing that we never have to feel alone. I can tell you right now, I'm guilty of it. Anybody else guilty of feeling alone? Come on. Why? Why? Because we're missing something. We need to learn that that's not true. But what happens, we look at our circumstances, we look at our feelings, we look how we feel, and we say, this looks more real than what God's word says about it or what God really, because God says the Holy Spirit's our friend. He's our helper. He's our teacher. He's our wonderful counselor. He said he'll ne never leave us nor forsake us. But yet I feel alone sometimes, and I know some of you do. So what I tell myself is I need to learn that that's not true. I need to learn to do that. But we always put our emotions and what we think and how we feel over God's truth and God's word. Forsake yourself in those areas. Learn to. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to three Hebrew boys. I don't know what's going to happen. But we're not bowing down to King Nebuchadnezzar. We're not going to bow down to no other but God. So even if we get burned up in this fiery furnace, so they already said, we're already prepared to die. They went in there. Never smelled like smoke. Everybody put them in there and got burned up. What if we can renew ourselves? And trust God in the areas of our lives where areas that we just walk out and we know that he's our friend and he's with us, that we're not alone. If you were doing something with somebody side by side, wouldn't you have constant fellowship with them and connect? Can you imagine doing something with a friend and never talk to your friend the whole time? The Holy Spirit wants to talk to us. He wants to lead us. A good example, and, and this, is, this is a good example. Um, I have some business decisions to make, good ones. They're, I mean, we're, we're growing like crazy and different things, but we're, we always have problems and situations. But I, I got, you know, in, in business, there's a lot of politics and, and all this other stuff with customers. And I have some situations that I have to make decisions by the end of business day tomorrow. And I'm like, God, I need your help. I need your help. So all of a sudden, I'm in worship today. And all of a sudden, God starts speaking about my business. My mind goes, man, I'm not supposed to be thinking about business. We're here at church. And I'm worshiping God. That wasn't God's will. That's my thing. Like, I try to compartmentalize. This is church. This is work. This is home. Nope. 24-7, we're disciples. 24-7, we're sons and daughters. 24-7, we're friends of God. 24-7, we're partners with God. 24-7. So I'm in the presence of God, and God's speaking to me, and I have a clear answer what I'm going to lead my team to do in my business. Crystal clear. I don't have to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning worrying. Ring my. I got it through just a few minutes with worshiping God. Right during church service. That's how God works. Everything I do is his. Everything I am is his. So I, he can talk to me about work at church. We, my favorite scripture, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. He'll direct your path. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Repeats it. I think he's trying to tell us something there. 
Quit being wise in your own eyes. Quit, quit trusting yourself. So I'm like, man, Lord, that's so good. That's exactly what I want. I want to learn to be your friend. I want to learn. Okay, but here's one. And this is one I'm going to really challenge us on today. This is, I think this is what I want to drive home to us. Because I think we all love to talk about God as daddy. He loves us. Isn't that awesome? He loves us. He's so faithful. He's so good. I love saying that we're your friend of God, that he'll be with us. He'll never leave us or forsake us. He'll teach us. He'll lead us. He'll guide us. What about learn how to be a partner a partner with Jesus. The Bible says we're joint heirs with Jesus. We're followers of Jesus. We're supposed, we're supposed to pick up the mandate of his kingdom. What does it look like to be partners? Because I tell you what, sometimes just being a son and daughter, I can just run him in his lap and let him hold me and do nothing. Sometimes I can fail and just, I can just fall on his feet and worship him or cry up in his lap. You know, as a friend, I can just, just you know, hang out. But what about partnering? What, is, what does a partner do in a business? Or a minute? We partner. We have a mandate to do something. What's God's kingdom purpose? What's God's kingdom plan for your life? That's a purpose. That's a plan. What does it look like to partner with Jesus? And we don't always want to talk about responsibility because we've been abused by religion and about works trying to earn stuff. I just talked about being a son and daughter and a friend of God. That's already given now. Let's just say, if you don't know, keep praying. Come and talk to me. I'll help you. Talk to some of us who can help you on that. But you know what I'm convicted about? About being a partner. And what's Jesus doing? What's his will? What's his plan? Jesus says this to Philip. He goes, if you, Philip, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. You say, everything I do is because the Father, I've seen the Father do. It's His will. And let's be honest with ourselves. How many times do we do our will over the Father's will or what Jesus is doing? Are we partnering with Jesus or are we partnering with the circumstances? And like Nan was saying, what do you see? We're wringing our hands. We're freaking out, if you will. We're over because we're looking at that. That is not partnering with Jesus. And I'm not condemning anybody. So if you feel condemned, don't. I love you. But if you do, talk to me so I can help you learn not to be condemned. See, what if we start doing this? Instead of feeling bad all the time, like, oh, I really stink. And man, I can't get anything right. And I don't understand. And I don't even, I don't even know how Chris can be excited all the time. He's just, and I, God, I don't even feel like God can even use me. All on and on and on. What if we say, God, show me? Because I know that's not your word. Teach me how to think different about myself. Think me, teach me how to think out differently about this situation I'm facing. Teach me how to understand your will for my life. If not, we're going to do, we're going to do exactly what we, we're going to believe the lie that the enemy's telling us. Did you know when I, um, in, in, my, in, my, in my school, because I was such a troublemaker in school, I quit junior year, went back senior year because I had enough credit and graduated senior year. I had to take seven classes. I had to take classes with freshman and sophomore as a senior Kids, you know what that like, you know I mean? I was always in trouble, been arrested, fighting, all that. Do you know my reputation was least, leak light, least likely to seed? I was, you know, I wasn't going to go anywhere. And you know what? If Jesus didn't become my Lord, I think I'd be dead or in prison because that's where my friends were. But I found Jesus. There's no failures in Jesus. There's no failures in Jesus. There's none. Just because you feel like one, you're acting like one, doesn't mean you are one. So you know, learn to learn how learn to be a son and daughter, what that looks like. Learn to be a friend, but also learn how to partner. And when we start talking about learn how to partner with Jesus, we're talking about doing kingdom business, kingdom things in everyday life. I'm a, I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ as a husband to my wife, as a father to my children, as a leader in business and ministry, in everyday life. 
And there's a mandate, there's a kingdom principle and kingdom direction for us every day. Every day. Are we listening? Are we listening? Are we learning? Are we learning to do that? we got to learn to do that. We're doing a lot of growth in our business and we're, we're bringing consultants in and we're building, you know, you know, how to communicate and how to accountability charts and all this good stuff that's costing a lot of money. But it's we're supposed to get us on one page, build processes and protocols and procedure, a lot of learning in this. What if we can learn and say, what, what's Jesus doing today? You know what we're worried about? We're worried about tomorrow. We're worried about the big picture all the time. We, true discipleship is, is, is constant fellowship with the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It's that relation. Of, of, and it's abiding. And that's what I want to talk about. If we're going to be partners with Christ Jesus, we got to learn how to abide in him. What does it look like to abide? Jesus is abiding in me, and I abide in you. Matter of fact, he says, you can do nothing without me. So I am convicted in my heart. Like I want to grow as a disciple of Christ. I want to grow. I want to take these emotions that I'm constantly, you know, flying off the handle. Or I don't, I, I've been really doing good at that. If anybody works with me, can say that. But whatever. Believing the lie. Believing in the situations. Believing these feelings. Like I was sharing this to somebody. I was talking to a friend of mine who was very... I'm a young friend and very successful in business and stuff. And like, you know, I'm 56 years old and I've been in business for 30 years, but 25 of my own and five with my father-in-law. And I've really worked hard to see some success. It's been tough. And some of my friends, I mean, it seems like they just accidentally make money, you know? And they, they just, I mean, gosh, how do you do it? Yeah, investing. I'm like, dang, I work so hard. You know, I'm juggling so hard. I'm like, what is it? You know, what am I telling you this for? Because you know what, when I tell you, I started believing something. I'm like, I, I guess I'm not really, I'm really not that good. How can somebody um, 20 years younger than me uh, making 10 times more than me? How could that be? I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. That's my sin. What kind of garbage is that? Like, judging myself. And God spoke to me, because does he know me like you know me? Does he know my principles like you know my principles? Does he have a kingdom purpose? He goes, you know, like, he just started redirecting my thoughts. Here I am so selfish self, that I'm comparing myself among myself. Come on, I know you guys will not do it, but just for yourself. If we really want to grow as disciples, we really want these messages to really be impact, stop comparing yourself among yourself. Start comparing yourself about me. How can Chris be so exciting and all full of energy and stuff? I am. I am. But I can tell you, I'm always fighting battles. I'm always trying to overcome something. I'm always trying to get through something. But what I've learned is Jesus is my north. Some of you hunters, like a comp um, compass. Where does a compass go? Get a compass in here no matter where you go. Where does it go? Someone tell me. North. Jesus is our true north. It's our north. We say we know this, but we're not doing it. So when your world's rocked upside down, you get faced with a fiery dart from the enemy, a circumstance, a situation, a rejection, a failure, whatever it is. What is your, what's your go-to? Jesus, you're a partner with him. Find out what his kingdom says about it, what his word says about it. Abide in him. Allow his power and his grace and his strength to rise up in you. You can do it. You can do it. Has anybody just been, I just did it today. Richard, can I share a little bit what just happened with you today? Okay, sorry. I didn't get time to ask you, but... Anybody here see me sometimes praying for someone? I'll just walk up to him. God will speak to me or something. I was praying. I felt like I wanted to pray. I wanted to pray for Richard, whether he might be struggling with his body. He goes, yeah, my, I've been not feeling good here. My arms, I've been in some pain. You know what, Richard? You know what that is? Th thank God that God can use me. That's God loving all over you, my brother. 
He's chasing you down. He's saying, hey, Chris, go pray for him. He's not feeling good. Go pray for his body. Man, I believe you shall never be the same. And I believe you're going to be pain-free or figure out why you have pain and get pain-free in Jesus' name. Amen? Because God's not mocked. And but Chris Shire was just crazy enough to walk over there, whisper in your ear, and pray for you. Yeah, I know, but I wish I could be like Chris Shire. Man, I don't know how to do that. Well, then learn how to. Ask God. God's not a respecter of persons. Do you see what I'm going and where I'm... T- t- man, but I'm so glad I did that. But man, I tell you what, to me, to me, I was so stirred up that God... Because you could have said, I don't know what you're talking about. That's a risk you have to take. I don't know, nothing wrong with me. You know, and, and he goes, oh, that, thank you. I, my, I'm like, yes, thank you, Lord. That's God's chasing you down. We were praying for somebody in that small group and just praying for healing. Um, can I, um, sorry, you can't keep a secret with me because I think it's testimony. So we we're praying for Cassidy and her knee and she's, she's, on, crud, or she's on cane and, 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 and that's going to go away too. But she's just been in pain and all that. So we're like, so Hannah goes, let's pray for her. So we set her down there and we prayed for her for 15 minutes. Not one time did we bring up her knee. We brought all kinds of things to encourage her, even in her heart and her soul. 15 minutes, it was awesome, wasn't it? Okay, not one time, maybe 15 minutes, maybe 10, I don't know. Not one time did we pray for her knee. Not one thing came up to her about her knee. That's how God works. We get our, we're going to pray for healing and we're going to, all we talked about is what God was loving on her and telling her how important she is and blah, 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 and everything else. If you want to know what happened, come to our small group and there's a lot of good stuff like that. Um, a little pitch for small group. We didn't hear anything about the knee? Because it's already paid for in Christ Jesus. It's already paid for. By the stripes of Jesus, we're healed. So we just declared over her knee, and we thank the Lord every second, every minute, every hour, every day. Her knee's getting stronger and stronger. She'll be off the crutches. She's on the cane. She'll be off the cane. She'll be walking. She'll be back to normal. Who wants to believe with us? And matter of fact, I told her, I said, don't let no one pray for you anymore, because you've already been prayed for. Just thank the Lord. How many times do we have 1,400 people pray for us on the same thing? That's okay, I'm not condemning anybody, but learn not to. Learn to say, hey, I got prayed for, just think, disagree with me. Hey, agree with me, Kelly, I'm believing that. Amen, I'm agreeing with you. You know how many people I'm agreeing with right now in this family? I'm agreeing, but we don't take pray over and over again. That's kind of insulting God. I, I got to be careful because I don't want nobody to feel bad. But to me, my opinion is if I'm asking God to do the same thing over and over again that I already said he did, I think I should start thanking him and start believing that it's okay. But maybe we have to learn how to do that. What does it learn how to trust God? Wasn't learn how his word. It talks about, he said abiding in me and him, making Jesus our home, our compass. But he also talks about abiding in his word. Every time I'm up here, I'm always talking about getting in his word. Find out what his word says about your circumstances. And then refuse to believe anything else but his word. And that might take, that might take forsaking yourself. That might be giving up. That might take some learning. Learn how to do that. It's not always easy. When the circumstances are right in your face, when the pain's real and the hurt's weird, real and the fear is rising up and the emotions are going all over and you feel like your world's upside down, that feels real, but it's not more real than God's mercy, grace, power, and love than come in and rescue you if you'll believe it. If you'll believe it. Can we believe it? This is what true discipleship, it's a daily walk with God. Not some, we just want to arrive somewhere. You know when we stop learning? We never stop learning. It's so easy for us to say, hey, I just want to learn. Like, you know, I want to get through um, junior high. Then I want to get through high school. Then I want to get through college. And I'm like, we never stop learning. Dan's 70 years old, and, and he's a teacher, but he's never stopped learning. 
We'll never stop learning. And how much more does God want to show us his glory? And every time we can learn more about God, every time we can take God and learn how to trust him or learn how to help him help us in the circumstances, now it becomes our testimony. That test became a testimony. That mess became a message. And we can actually disciple help somebody else out. You know the best way to this love, and, and, and I'm going to talk about this in a couple weeks, how do you, how do you minister to your friends? And that's, I can't wait to talk about that as well. But just share, that's what I do. I just share what's going on with me. What's God doing? A lot of people say, I don't know what God's doing. So then learn how to let God work through you, but first in you. Because so often I'm too busy just doing the God things that I'm not allowing God to do his thing. There's so often I, I'm going to just do the God things, I'm not letting God do his thing in me. Because he's trying to do something in me. He's trying to do something in you. He's not done. You, your birthday, he just started with Dan. He's not done, not done with Dan. Who's been affected by Dan Grinwis since you've been in this spot? Who's been touched by Dan Grinwis? See, God's a master, isn't he? I'm just celebrating Dan. I don't know why. Well, because I love you. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's the truth, though. But what if we start believing that about ourselves, but we don't? Then learn to start believing that, that God has a purpose. God has a destiny for you, you personally, for your marriage, for your family. What does it look like to be a participator or a partner with Christ in your marriage? Sometimes, sometimes we're going to go out and do all this stuff, and we don't even have our house in order. Or your kids. But we feel more fulfilled if we can go out and serve God and do God's things. And we're not even trying to build our marriages or build our families and fight for our kids. Do you see what I'm saying? It sounds like I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm trying to be challenging because that's what being a disciple is. It's learning to grow. We need to learn how to partner with God in our marriages, how to partner God in our family with our children, how to partner God when our children getting invaded with a bunch of garbage. And they're, and they're just getting in. These kids are precious. They're, they're, our, they're our tomorrow. They're the future of our church. Uh, not our church, meaning DCC, the body of Christ. What does it look like to partner in that? But we're too busy freaking out and getting mad at the world and telling the, the world's not going to get any better. It, that's according to God. It's, it's going to get worse. It says it. But it's, it's also he's going to pour out his spirit like never before. And the sons and daughters are going to prophesy and he's going to flow through us. Who wants, to be, who wants to see God flow through them? Let him throw to you first then. I'm telling you, there's people today are struggling with issues and situations. Whatever it is, whether it's some stuck sin or just some disbroken fear, whatever it is, God wants to set you free from that. So what we would like is if someone do a quick prayer and we're done. What if it just takes you to learn how to walk this stuff out? What if it's a daily walk? You guys heard our testimony. Me and Lisa went through about 10, 15 years of transformation in our marriage. God still used us that whole time. We probably led more people to the Lord and baptism in the Holy Spirit in those 15 years, as broken as we were. But we knew where we were going. What does that look like to be partners with God? To truly believe and abide in him. Allow him to teach us the way we should go. He says that, right? He te- says that. He'll teach us, instruct us the way we should go. He'll guide us with his eye. I like that, face-to-face with God. It says, many plans in the heart, many, many plans in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord shall remain forever. What's the counsel, Lord, that you need in your, in your life, whether it's your family, your marriage, your workplace, your job, your, 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 your community? What does that look like? So I just want to challenge this today. The band can come up. 
Um, I just want to challenge us today. Gosh, it's so fun when you get up here and just start pouring out your heart. I mean, I just blinked, and that was a half hour. Did it even seem like five minutes or just me? Some of you guys are like, man, you've been carrying on a long time. <laughs> Come on, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I want to grow. Who wants to grow with me? Who wants to love him and receive his love and love others? You know, you know, I'm screaming, I'm getting excited. And people like that about me because I'm excited. But because it's true. It's true. I can't keep quiet. I can't be quiet about this. Nor can you. But guess what? You're not Chris Shire. You're you. And let God bring his glory the way he's going to bring it through you. Let's quit comparing ourselves among ourselves. Let's walk in the freedom that Christ has given us. And let's grow as disciples and allow him to help us in these areas that we might be fearing or we might be doubting. We're not seeing everything. Let's allow God to show us his truth in the areas of our lives. I bet you I could be honest. If we said, and, and, and Nan said this, what do you see? Because everybody can tell, tell a problem that they're trying to walk out or a situation. I've been so excited. I mean, I've been excited about problems lately. I know that sounds crazy because I've been getting hit. I've been excited about problems. I said, those problems can help me. Because I've been praying for like breakthrough and healing over our company, strengthening companies. So guess how you get that when you find out what need, what's really broken? You know what I mean? Find out, so, but, 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 so all of a sudden now I'm going to freak out now that we're finding out that we're broken in some areas of our business? I'm like, praise God. You know, so can we actually be crazy enough to celebrate when we're going through some tests and trials because we know God's going to teach us to get through it? James said it, count it all joy when you face various trials and tribulations because he knew the answer would be in Jesus. Think about it. So let's quit running from tests and trials. Let's quit running from our circumstances. Let's run to Jesus. Let's run to Jesus and allow him to teach us how to walk in the victory that he called us to walk in, to be the disciples he called us to be. Amen? Okay, let's stand up. I want to pray for everybody. I think this is good. I'm pretty fired up. Anybody else fired up? Okay, I don't want nobody feeling bad. So, Father God, I thank you for every man, woman, child in here, every marriage, every family, every calling, every job, every community, every business or ministry represented here. We thank you, Father, that your faith will complete the good work you started in us. And I just pray for each one of us, the revelation, knowledge, and understanding of the knowledge of Jesus in each of our lives, how to partner with Jesus, how to abide, how to fellowship, how to walk out our salvation that we will, if with fear and trembling, that we will do and will, will and do your good pleasure. How to participate with the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So, Father, have your way with us. I pray that none of us will leave the same way we came, that we'll be changed from glory to glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about DCC, get involved in one of our ministries, or give to support us, you can find us at achurchinthecity.org. You can also follow us on Instagram at Downtown Christian Church for Sunday morning set lists, sermon series announcements, and much more. You can also join us live on YouTube every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Just search for Downtown Christian Church. Thank you for listening.